<laughs> Rolling. Welcome back to the Men on the Internet podcast. Right there, we have our resident Hispanic. What's going on? I'm Chris. We have our one of a billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Neil. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> and me, Kerbin Johnston. All right, so how's everybody doing? Channel, fantastic, channel. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So uh, I have a, a a quick question for you guys. Right. Um, they're saying, and it's kind of peril, but you know we're in a good mood. But it's kind of peril. So they're saying that um, by the end of this year, we gonna we gonna have like. I'm so sorry. I have to pee. Pause your question. I'm sorry. Still rolling. We're still rolling. All right, oh, well, okay. Sunil, how's dating? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you good. Keep it on just you? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. All right. Uh, how's dating going? Um, yeah, I've actually tight I'm actually changing up my um approach. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember, I, I was big about um I was big about uh just dating one person at a time. Mm-hmm. Um so there's been a few changes. So one Based off of our conversations, um, I've I've started creating female friends. Amen. So I've have like a couple of girls that are strictly platonic friends that I think are enhancing just life. It's not even about um, insight. It's just about you know you could have a, a, a certain type of fun, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's one. And then also they've been telling me, you know, be open to dating multiple people at the same time. I agree with that. So. That's uh, that's something that's different in in the approach, and I'm also not too much pressure on it to be honest. Like I'm content. Mm-hmm. I'm, if if someone great comes along that we f- we find common values and want to invest in a relationship, I'm all about that. But you know, I'm not pressed for it right now. You know, uh, let me ask you this question about dating multiple people. Do you um get physical with all of them? No, that's that's one of the reasons. So I think the reason why I was really big about dating one person at a time is because I've been on the flip side of it and it's very uncomfortable, I think. Mm -hmm. But I've realized that I think it's more about the person versus that situation. So um, if if it's a type of person that doesn't cut other stuff off and always leaves things open-ended, mm-hmm. I think that's a unhealthy way of dating. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you... I, I, I believe that if you are dating multiple people and then you decide to, okay, we're just going to focus on each other and be exclusive, there should be a strong cutoff from everybody else mm-hmm. that they don't have access to anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've had situations where that wasn't the case. Yeah. I also feel like when you're not you, but like when people are dating multiple people, it's probably wise to not get physical until you are exclusive. Yeah. Until you decide, like, I want to cut things off. And the reason why, aside from like safety, I think I, you know, I've said this multiple times, like, I don't want to be somebody's trauma. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I know that the moment your lips touch somebody else's feelings kind of, expand and they they alter and they change and things like that and 
it kind of takes away from the experience of dating that person, like just enjoying their personality and it just like, yeah, it, it makes things more like, okay, now we have to do, now we have to hold hands. Now right. we have to, now in three weeks, I have to find out like, what are we in? Like all of that stuff versus just being like, yo, let me just enjoy you. And that way the cutoff, like when you cut, like if you're dating three or four people, you know, and you're just enjoying your time together, the cutting off of them is not this like, vicious thing of like well we were sleeping together we were doing all this mm-hmm. stuff it's no longer that it's just like hey you know this didn't really match and we can go our separate ways without being traumatic to each other you know what else i've i've had to realize because because i was only dating one person at a time it was i was able to very quickly get physical with, with certain females and what i realized is that i think women women yeah what i say <laughs> females Certain females? Yeah. Is that the wrong thing to say? I heard somebody say females, like, don't call me a female. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend anybody. Women. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what? It changes the relationship from, like, genuinely, like, liking somebody because, oh, this is a new, new thing. Oh, I didn't know this about you and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to where you have to, I feel from a woman's perspective, this is what I've gleaned they start like forcing like i need to like you because we've already done this yeah 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 and i think that kind of goes to what you were saying where Mm -hmm. it's it's it it does take away from the natural progression Mm -hmm. but it's 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 kind of uh it's tough because i think it does take self-discipline and it does take like an actual uh you have to actively be looking at relationships that way yeah because i think naturally especially when you're older and you know for me i don't just be sleeping around all that kind of stuff and you find somebody you find interested they're attracted to you you're attracted to them and then like the moment happens Mm -hmm. like i think i am on your page where you're where it's like actively let it like take time like don't let it get to that point so quickly i'm also like um like i'm a little bit scared that people won't genuinely not people but like if i'm like dating somebody they won't genuinely like me for me and that's because it's like okay we've been talking for two weeks what's next and it's like a reoccurring thing is happening where it's like oh we went through the phase of we've been talking for x amount of time now we ha- like we have to take this to another bucket like it has to go somewhere where now you throw away um, how you feel about that person for the generic of like, well, that's my boyfriend or like, that's my girlfriend. I'm supposed to feel this way. Mm-hmm. And now, and then like, it keeps blowing up. It keeps just being like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't like you in this sense. I don't like you like that. Like now I'm just like, I really need to focus if our freaking connection years align, you know, long-term, not just yeah, initially. Yeah. Like I need to know I could be silent with you. I need to know that I can be talkative with you. I need to know like a lot of things before it gets to that level, just because right now I, I keep noticing a pattern of like three, four months goes by and then it's like, mm, you know what? This doesn't work. It's like, I can't keep doing that loop of three, four months. Do you think it's because it takes so, do you feel like maybe you're taking longer with exposing your true self to these people? Um, because think, let's be honest, if it's happening multiple times, you're the common denominator, not the right, right. So right. what is it that you think you can control versus 
the time, maybe it's something else. Maybe because one thing that I think we've, um, we've kind of been opposed, not opposing, but we just do differently is you take things a lot slower, Yeah. but in slower, it also takes people a lot longer to get to know all aspects of you. Mm-hmm. And so that to me makes sense why you would be going through these situations mm-hmm. constantly because you just are kind of uh not introvert but like you hold back mm-hmm. your true self because you're always kind of overthinking how it's gonna how the other person is gonna react mm-hmm. whereas for me i use my personality as a filter i'm day, from day one mm-hmm. you're getting a hundred percent me so things end quicker as well because it's like you find out very quickly that this isn't going to be a good match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I, I think um, I, I take time because I'm because I, I started getting scared of the like month long relation, the month long situationships mm-hmm. and then being like, OK, maybe we went too fast. Maybe I need to take two months. And oh, that didn't quite work out. Let, let me take three months because now it's either I'm finding out things or they're finding out things about me. I don't necessarily feel feel like and I, I could be but I don't necessarily feel like I'm like let me not show you who I am because I, I almost feel like it's hard for me to hide me from the world <laughs> you know what I mean like I just yeah. well but with that being said I think um, some of the detriment of that is because I take a longer time a lot of people just equate it to maybe he just doesn't like me and it's like I like you don't like them yeah that I don't like them because I'm not quick it's not emotional so quickly no you know and i i I have a long checklist because not only do i not want to be somebody's trauma but i'm not trying to be re-traumatized over and over and over so i'm i'm like very slow to letting somebody just be like oh i like you what does that mean to me well let me see what it means in your actions Mm -hmm. let me see you know and versus you telling me that most times i almost don't believe it you know, I almost just don't believe uh, somebody like somebody says, oh, I really like you. I'm, I take like 10 percent of that. And then I'm like, oh, OK, cool. And then, you know, we'll see what happens from there. And a lot of times the actions are what I'm like. Mm, is that a off. guard? It, it probably is, because I like I think I, I got like two bad hurts in me. Uh huh. And then. And then after that left. No, no, that oh. that like hit me hard. Uh-huh. And then I was just like. I think I'm done. Like, I, I don't want to hurt like this anymore. I don't want to drink uh, tequila and squirt. I'm, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do this, you know? So it's just more like, I really need to refine the process. Right. And if you can't stick around for that, then. But, but do you think maybe you're not over those things and that causes the issues? Because I do feel like sometimes we adjust thinking that it's going to avoid the problem, but we're not actually, we're not actually healed from the actual situation. I think the difficult thing about this, uh, about that question is you learn from your, you, you live in a learned experience. Yeah. So because you went through X, Y, and Z, A, B, and C happened. Sure. So I can't, say I still close my eyes and say, man, I wish I was still in this, this and that. But I do close my eyes and say, I don't want that to happen again. Right. So what can I do to avoid that? Well, I think that one of the things is understanding the signs that maybe we ignored 
that mm. caused the situation to get to what it is. And then understanding that it's because we ignored signs versus we did something wrong behavior wise. I don't know if that makes sense because I think like, so I've been devastated from a relationship where it took me years to get over someone. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, for me, who's coming in. Yeah. Um, for me, Mm -hmm. it was, uh, initially all the people I was dating after that was with the specific mindset. I never want to get hurt like that again. Mm -hmm. But in doing that, my, level of tolerance was very small probably too small so mm-hmm. that i was getting out of situations extremely quick yeah. i wasn't even giving them a chance that's the this is like the it's like a swing yeah you know you go from extreme to extreme right. until you find a way for it to settle in the, the right middle, balance which is normal correct yeah but i think maybe from what i'm gaining from what you're saying is you're like that but on the opposite side where you're like i'm not gonna get committed till they pass this checklist and I feel completely comfortable because I never want to get emotionally uh, emotionally vulnerable to the point that I could get devastated like that again. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think both ways, the way that I approached it and maybe the way that you're approaching it might not be advantageous to actually a healthy relationship. Right. It's true. And, and sometimes like, I think another issue is like, it could swing like violently one way and the other way. So what I mean is like, okay, We've been talking for like a month and a half, two months. I finally decided like, okay, I think we can like move forward forward with this. Then I'm like super invested. Mm -hmm. Then it's like. You're like zero to a hundred. Yeah. Like boom. And then it's like, well, that's a problem too, because they're not realizing they can't. That's a big shock. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cause I just woke up and like in a relationship now, (laughs) boom, like let's, let's be in this right thing, you know and it's like well i just wanted to hold your hand and go to the movies you know and just like <laughs> i not- just wanted you to be five percent more Kelvin. yeah yeah 100%. but it's just like no like the moment i the moment i say i'm in it's it's kind of like my personality uh-huh. if like let's say it was work for example let's say um i had like three offers on the table mm-hmm. interviewing for all three and they all give me a the, an offer i'm gonna i'm gonna not be game for any of them until i make the choice like okay cool i chose this one i'm 100 percent in and that is how i kind of approach everything and that could be good i i think that you need to segment out like when that works and when it doesn't right and like what is a natural progression and how i can do that so that i can avoid even just hurting myself yeah because some of it is hurting yourself like going into a relationship, just springboarding into it. And then when it ends, you're unnaturally emotionally connected. Right. When it shouldn't have even really been that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's interesting because one of the biggest feedbacks that I get from these type of shows when we talk about it is like females don't really understand that guys have trauma when it comes to relationships and it really affects the way I think like most girls just think guys are trash and that they don't care. And that like they, um, they're just out here just trying to get their dick into anything mm. when that I think I mean, is a, anything available. <laughs> you know, I actually I, I, I was um, talking to this psychologist and she was telling me how like guys in general cheat more than women, which I absolutely agree. I think 
in general, guys cheat more than women. I've heard but, that women are starting to cheat a lot more. Though. But get this. And, but I was like, you know, from my learned personal experience, um, I was telling this girl, I was like, my, my close guy, guy friend circle, I do have a lot of friends that have cheated, but it was always after they had been emotionally wrecked from a relationship. Like they had been, had their heart broken and in reaction to that, not saying it was correct, but I'm saying in reaction to that, they, to protect themselves, they never allowed themselves to get emotionally involved like that. And they would Mm -hmm. cheat and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, that's just you and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, she was like, there's articles and all this kind of stuff. So I was like, let me just do a quick Google search. And I, I said, who cheats more men or women? The first thing that popped up that was like a um, peer reviewed, all this kind of article, it showed that at earlier ages, women cheat more than men. Mm-hmm. And then as the timeline went on, it started increasing where men were cheating more than women. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it must not be just me. I showed her the article. I was like, it must not be just me because this is kind of proving my point that like mm-hmm. when a guy gets hurt, their reaction is to not like, and I'm not saying it's the right reaction, but I'm saying like I, I've seen that be the trajectory. Whereas I think female are sh- females are sh- or women. I'm sorry, are stronger when it comes to. Uh, I think they're just more emotionally probably in tune, and they don't necessarily say, "Oh, just because this guy hurt me, I'm gonna just cheat now and not ever trust the guy." I think I don't know. That's just been my personal experience. I think the reasons for cheating is also very different like guys i think cheat for like one or two reasons which is probably just lust Mm -hmm. and the second reason why a guy would cheat is just like a lack of emotional connection insecurity still yeah you know just like i like this girl but not enough to break it off or i don't like this girl but not enough to break it off and then i'm gonna go cheat because that fills up the little void that's I'm, I, I have with her, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, you know, we're, we're like rock brained, you know, it's just very simple stuff. But I think why do women cheat? I, I think it's for the set, the same reason as men, the second one, but it's the, it's like 100% that reason or like 90, 90% that reason, uh, because it's like, okay, he's a good guy, but mm, something is missing. I'm not getting that and I don't want to lose him. It's like having your cake and eating it too. Like I want to be filled in tank one and tank two. Um, whereas guys, I, I, I like, I often hear stories of guys who cheat and they, it, it's, it's revealed that they that they cheated. Mm-hmm. Not that they told that they cheated. It's like, Oh, we, we, I found out he was cheating. Right. Versus I think a woman would probably eventually just tell you. Like, that's why I was with your whatever. You know what I mean? So I I just wonder, like, um, when that is going to not be a part of our culture. I think never. Mm. I think it's always going to be. Because, I mean, there's this prevailing thought process that humans aren't supposed to be monogamous. Like, there's a, a big, like, thing that, like, people aren't supposed to be monogamous. So I think there's a lot of people that attest to that. So... You know, there's always going to be that. I think even if that's true, I think there's value in being disciplined in in life. And I think that that discipline in showing, you know, even a, a monogamous person, I don't feel like doesn't have those urges to like step out or they're attracted to somebody else. And all. it's really just discipline, whether it be morals or just like 
you know, I, I don't want to hurt this person because I understand that whatever temporary is not worth messing this up type mm-hmm. of situation. I think it's more that. I, and as I've gotten older, I've, I've learned more value in that because I used to cheat. I mean, yeah, I used to cheat. I've cheated before. It wasn't like a behavior. Like <laughs> you had I to there. think about it. Yeah, yeah. No, wait a minute. yeah, that was me. It's different because it's like I also I also was never like quote unquote in a relationship because remember I my, I wasn't allowed to have relationships. So mm. I would so I always use that as a technicality. But the reality is I was cheating because this person thought that it was a certain way and it wasn't. But um, but yeah, now I find value in like monogamy mm-hmm. i think that you can feel safer you can do more actually like mm-hmm. sexually within somebody that you have that trust they trust you you trust them mm-hmm. and you know i think that that type of relationship is much better than just like random strange yeah was this your original question by the way before i left i'm, I'm sorry it was not no uh, my my question was about cars and food oh for sure um, but, <laughs> right on. but it, it, it it's so bleak that i think i'm gonna just let it go right on. but um yeah this 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 is important i think a lot of guys don't talk about this stuff they don't talk about their like inner thoughts about why things work and don't work and uh some of the women that listen to this podcast shout out to all you guys ladies i mean uh, are they really get like a certain sense of value when we talk about this? And um, I wanted to I wanted to ask about um, why, like why your mentality has changed about the future, but both of you guys. And I and I want to ask that because you said something about monogamy and you want to be married and blah blah blah. Yeah. But you seem pretty secure in your life. Like, you kind of seem like, and I'm talking to Chris, uh, you kind of seem like if things stayed like this, like financially, you would grow and everything like that. But if things stayed in the same bucket as it is right now forever, you'd be fine. Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. I don't know. It's different because marriage and and kids and all that stuff, it's not on my radar right now. Like, my thing right now is me. Like, I want to focus on the company and what I'm doing with my life. And I want to grow that way. And I guess mentally, just what I'm thinking is if I grow that way, then I'll be ready for bringing another person into life, into my life, as far as like official marriage and kids and all that stuff and starting a family house and all that. Don't you feel like when, this might be too much, but living together uh, doesn't already kind of put you in that bucket? What do you mean? Of like having somebody else in your life? Yeah. Um, I guess... uh, Sure, I guess live, living together. You know what black people step. call it. What's that? You know what black people call what do they call it? Shagging up. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, that, that's what they say. Oh. You know. So typically when y'all live in the same four walls, right. it's pretty much like, okay, you took the relationship to another level. Yeah. So I'm kinda I get kind of surprised when you say you focus on you. I would imagine there's like a kind of a wall between you and and the emotional side because you're focused on the career side. Right. But does that wall ever break down? I, yeah, I think so. I just feel my thing is me. I don't feel prepared enough, good enough, whatever you want to call it to move to like move into marriage, move into kids, start a family and all that stuff. I just feel like I'm not 
putting in my half, if that makes sense. But my question now would be, what would change if you got married? Uh, How would you see it as different? Because I was thinking the same thing. It's like, because I guess the only thing I could see is like, you feel like there's a way out right now. Mm. But mm-hmm. that I guess that would be the only difference, right? Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really think, I haven't thought about it like that. I don't know. Because I've thought about the same it's thing. It's a big step. Like, it's a big... But I guess I understand like what Living Kelby's together saying. is one thing. Marriage is a whole other thing. But th- I guess that's the thing that I'm... Because you're not just living together. You guys split bills. You guys... Every aspect of your guys' life is pretty much together. together. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I'm it's, cool it's not like it. You guys I, it, might be a, it, it might be a mental thing. Especially yeah. as, like, guys. Because I've thought the same thing, too. But then eventually I started thinking about it, like... All right. What's the difference? I think I think honestly, the thing I'm not prepared for is a wedding. Yeah, that too. That's what I'm not prepared for. Yeah. But the marriage, I've I've never seen myself as somebody's husband. To be honest with you, I've never seen myself getting down on one knee, messing up my sneakers and stuff <laughs> to ask you in front of your family. But it could happen, you know, in the future. But that doesn't scare me. The wedding does. Right on, yeah. Like the cost of it? The cost. I can't imagine like my family being there. I got to kiss somebody in front of y'all. Like I just can't, ima- I can't imagine. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, I can't imagine. I wonder if that all changes once you're with the right person though. I'm sure yeah. it does. I'm sure it does. Uh, but that has yet to happen. Has, has, has your girl put like a time frame on it? No. Because I remember I dated this one girl and she was like, if we're not engaged in two years, we're breaking up. That's a good amount of time. Do you think? I feel like it's a good. If you're Saying over 30, if you're not engaged in two yeah, years. Yeah. Like when, once we got serious, like we got serious and like, and she was like, she's like, I just want you to know if you don't, if you haven't proposed to me in two years, we're done. I'm not mad at that. And, and I mean, I don't know. About that's that. somebody like, who like, just would, knows like, all right, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So, but I would assume like we're talking about it from a male mm-hmm. understanding, but you're not with the male. So like, I'm sure maybe her thought process is, is it different? I don't know. I, I, but to her, it's the same thing. I think it just comes down to financials. I think that's what, that's what's scaring the both of us is she's, uh, in a career that's not paying as much as we anticipated. So now it's like, okay, where do we go from here? Where are we going to change? Where are we going to move? Like, I don't want to, I'm not sure if she's going to be at the same job that she's at now. Uh, location wise so it's like but it's so interesting because you're saying we hold on hold on let me go back to this two year thing yeah real quick i want to clarify why i said i'm okay with that um i i'm okay with people having goals what i'm not okay with is the goals of being engaged taking taking precedent precedence over the actual relationship where it's like Okay, you have this goal of being together for two years, but what if our trajectory doesn't meet that? And we have a lot of stuff to work on. We have a lot of counseling that needs to happen to make this work. Mm -hmm. And then time is up and then you give up on it where it was like, no, it could have worked. It just needs we just needed fine tuning and like. Who, who knows, like church or something. Like, so that's that's what I mean to say, like, I'm okay with somebody having that initial goal. But so so many people 
take that goal, put it ahead of the actual relationship and how they feel and blah, 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 because they know, well, in two years, I need to get engaged and in two it's, and a half years, I need to... You feel pressured on Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Pressure. The pressure is nuts, yeah. you know? And I, it's like, it's not, re- it's not a real thing. I didn't take it as pressure. I took it as her letting me know that, hey, I'm not just here for fun. Yeah. Like, if this isn't going somewhere, it was more like that. How I long think did it last? Like, we were together for... A year and 11 months. <laughs> We were together for minutes. Maybe like it was probably around two years altogether. But um we didn't work out for other reasons. But um but what I'm saying is like I I I actually like that. I think it I think that um I understand and I understand like women that are also that don't put that pressure that end up being like in a relationship for four or five years and it still it hasn't you know, it's still just like a uh not like a casual relationship, but like mm-hmm. They don't have that investment from the dude that they're looking for at that point. It because, has to exist. Because they've never really put their foot down and been like, I'm not here just to be your girlfriend forever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I want this to be a wife. I want to be married. I want to have kids. I want to do all that kind of stuff. So that's why I find it interesting in your situation that like you haven't really heard that or that pressure. But it also intrigues me, Chris, because everything that you got you talk about is with her in mind. So yeah, that's what's confusing to me. It's, I see a couple as two separate human beings mm-hmm. together. Like she has to have her own life, her own goals. Like I don't want to step in front of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have. She and she just feels the same way. She doesn't want to step in front of my goals or whatever it is. So it's just, it's cohabitation. It's more than cohabitation, obviously, but it's like understanding each other's needs once and all that stuff that's why i say i'm doing it with her in mind right because if i make a move and then i end up being located to new york well she doesn't she's not moving in she can't yeah yeah at the at the moment um so do you do you firmly believe that the the future is y'all or do you firmly believe that the future is me and maybe you oh that's a lot that's a big question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think she, he should be <laughs> I don't answering. Know. Uh, unless well, that what I'm asking because like the example you just said was like I I could go to New York and she stays here, but if I was in a relationship, I would be like, I don't know if I'm going to New York. That's what he's saying. Oh, he said that right now. He was talking about and and correct me if I'm wrong. You are making decisions based off of her because sure, you understand yeah. Yeah. that it is a it is a duo. So I can't it, I can't put myself in a situation where I have to go. Out oh, to OK. 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 I was confused. I thought you yeah. were saying, like, if I got to go, I got to go. No. Oh, OK. OK. Now it's I just it's communication. Communication yeah. is 100 percent key in any relationship. And that's how I think we've lasted so long is because I'm not going to know what the fuck you want unless yeah, right. you fucking tell me. Right. So just talk. We'll talk it out. That's and interesting. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Then do we'll you, figure it out. Do you feel like you guys could be a couple that are together for another 10 years and still not married? Well, he's so young. Though. I don't know. I, I think well, so. Well, that would be like 38. Yeah. 10 years, 38. I, I think so. And I also, know. I mean, and I mean, I can't speak for we're all none of us are women, but I feel like older women gets especially if they have um visions of having children and stuff like that right. that becomes a, a, a different thing because there are women that are afraid of having children later on in life they want to have mm-hmm. it you know in their prime mm-hmm. prime time even though i think that older mothers are more and more prevalent now yeah but it's also like a health thing i don't know if they're able to have kids right. geriatric 
Well, I mean, even like you're starting to see women in their 40s have kids, which was in, yeah. un, which was kind of unheard of before. Men in their 50s having kids and stuff like that, first kids and stuff like that. So, one of my fears, aside from losing my hair, is being an old dad. Does your mom's side of the family all have hair? My grandpa. That's the, that's the trait. If it's if your mom's side. Yeah, oh, that's what they say. Um, I mean, I don't have my dad's hairline, which is the Sherman Hemsley, but uh, <laughs> my grandpa had like. A he- full head of hair, but just like a, the like Little top spot. top ball. When he started losing it, though, I I don't know. I, I feel probably, like yeah. well, you're safe. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not worried. My grandfather had like a full head of hair, like more than this. Yeah, I started so losing my hair real early, like twenties. Oh, yeah? Earlier than that. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I knew I was I was thinning like in high school. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> aside from that, I don't want to be an old dad. Cause I can barely run right now, so I feel like imagine me running though. after this well, child. I'm not planning on running. Period. <laughs> this They're in sports, I, not me. <laughs> I had a big fear of that when I was younger, but now that I'm already there, like I'm older, like it's for me, this I, is what it is. Well, I, I keep myself in shape. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still, I still feel like I have a very young energy. Like, and mm. I've seen so many people that are older than me having kids that are just. Mm. It's fine. I think science is different than when we were, you know, people are a lot healthier. I mean, I'm at the gym and I'm seeing like 40, 50 years. I'm like, dang, dude, I want, when I was 18, I wish I had your body. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So it's like, I think things have changed where age, like, is just a number at this point. Like, it's not uh, a death sentence. If you take care of yourself, work Mm -hmm. out, eat right, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that you can be fine. Um so yeah, I'm not as afraid anymore. For me, it's all about. I think finances does play a role, but for me, it's all about the partner. Like, I definitely don't want to have a kid that isn't gonna see a healthy relationship. Mm. I think that's the biggest, that's the most important thing to me. So there was a video that was going viral um, a week ago, and it was this woman who has four kids, and I want to say four baby daddies. But one of the baby daddies, her ex-boyfriend, was bringing uh, lunch to his daughter. McDonald's. He brought <laughs> McDonald's to his kid every day. Did you see this video? Mm-mm. Okay, so the story is she feels like she's exposing him because he only brought brought McDonald's for lunch to his daughter and not her three other kids. Right. And she just felt like that was wrong. It was messed up. And she aired him out in this video and was like, you knew... I had three other kids when you had this fourth kid with me and you only bring in your daughter McDonald's. What about my three other kids? That's one less meal you got to pay for. For the your kids, for the mom. Well, no, the mom's saying if you're going to bring food for one kid, you better bring kid food for all the kids. No. Why? Because. You, Let's debate it, Chris. Yes. I don't think so. Why not? Because you're a kid. First of all. I don't know what the situation is. Are you paying? Okay, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you some more. Oh, go ahead. So she has, uh, she had food stamps, okay. and she was like, "You know my food stamps. Mm. Don't come to the 17. And That's he was one like, less stamp. Yeah, he was like, "What's <laughs> that? What that got to do with me?" And then she, her response was, "When they were dating, he would bring McDonald's for all the kids and his kid. And then once they broke up, he was like, i 'I'm just gonna take care of my one child.' Right." So that's her thing where it was like, well, when we were dating, you were taking care of all my kids. You know, I got three other baby daddies, but they're not doing what they're supposed to do. So you. And no, that's how is that his problem? Though? 
How's his? <laughs> how's the three other baby daddies on him? To bring he's McDonald's, the one. whatever. I feel like it's the slow roach. Like you, yeah. you're the one that's left when the light is on. So you're right. supposed to take care of everything. I feel no. That's I think that's a pressure. personal preference. How would you feel? One, I would never be in that situation. Never know. First I of all, I'm buying McDonald's for me. I'm just kidding. No, second, <laughs> come on. No, and what I mean by that, not that I wouldn't be with a woman with kids and stuff like that. For me, if I have a relationship with a kid, like. At any point, if there was a connection between me and those children, there will always be a connection for me with those children. I mm. wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable just separating my child if I already had a connection with those children. So I would be bringing McDonald's for all of them. But that's mm. a personal preference for me because whatever's going on between me and the mother has nothing to do with my relationship with these kids because they don't understand that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like one when i say i would never put myself in that situation is i'm not getting a connection with these kids without knowing that there's stability between me and this girl that's a good point that if he has a relationship with the other kids right all right now it's kind of like oh you don't like me anymore like well yeah because they don't understand they can't just be like well he's like like they see their sister or whatever having mcdonald's and it's like well that's not your daddy. And like all of a sudden. But like, what's the problem with the mom explaining that to the kids? Look, your father is James. He ain't here. Her father is here. I don't think she's the woman is uh, absolved of anything. What I'm saying is for me personally, I can't control that. The, the, the girl, what I'm saying in my for me, if I've been in a situation where I've been taking care of these kids. I'm not taking myself out of that situation just because all of a sudden me and this girl don't have a relationship anymore. Because like I said, it, I wouldn't start taking care of kids just to impress a girl. I'm taking care of kids because I feel like I'm responsible for these kids. Have you dated a girl with kids? Oh yeah. Uh, I, but I've never met the kid. Yeah. Okay. I, I dated a girl with a kid once and I didn't necessarily feel like it was my job because the, their situation, baby daddy was, it, it's a whole messed up situation. Mm-hmm. So he was not around. And, um, and I didn't necessarily feel like I had to take care of that child, but if she was with her mom, I do recognize that they come as a package deal. Right. So when I no longer have a relationship with the mom, I don't have a relationship with that kid anymore. It's a wrap. That right. relationship came with mom yeah. and it leaves with mom. But I don't think you necessarily probably had that deep of a relationship with the kid at that point. I mean, there was there was moments where, uh, you know, I'd go out with the kid without the mom. And it was cool. Like, it was like a, a kind of mentorship, big brother type thing. Mm-hmm. But still, that is not mine. And it comes with the... The, the first door is mom. And if that door is shut, then the access to the child is also shut. Sure. But that's the mother's decision at that point, right? Like if, if that girl knocked on your door and was like, hey, Kelby, you know, I need some advice or I need some help. Are you like, I don't have nothing to do with you anymore. Um, I'm going. To, uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead you. Uh, I'm going to lead you to a way where you can continuously help yourself. Because that's your situation. But, Are you talking about the kid or the the, the the? Oh, if the kid knocked on my yeah. door. Well, if the kid knocked on my door, that's different. Like if if a kid knocked on your door, 
to ask you for help without mom, that's a, there's a serious thing happening there Right. where I'm going to help you out as a human being. But if it's not a serious situation and it's just like, Oh, I need you to buy me some blah, blah, blah. First of all, I'm like, no, first of all, let's go talk to your mom. Let's find out what the situation is and let's help you. Let's help y'all do that. But I'm not going to continuously leave myself. Cause imagine if I dated three girls with kids and now I got to buy kid, stuff for the kids for like, no, I think it's just different. It depends on like the depth of what that relationship became. Cause if that kid started seeing you as a father figure, sorry, see that's I'm different. I, to me, I would never put myself in that situation because if, if so, like you said, I don't want to pass that trauma. You talk about in dating mm-hmm. that trauma with that kid is way bigger than anything that, that you're talking about. That's what you're assuming. So let, let's, let's put it like, can't this. understand what, what, two adult humans can understand. Let's put it like this. I have a friend who got married to a woman who had uh, kids uh, mm-hmm. before they got married and then they got a divorce. And now though that was stepdad and that was their father, mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, by uh, adoption through marriage, uh, that is no longer their marriage. And he's no longer treating them other that other man's children as his own because he was with mom for a while, mm-hmm. and that's fair. It's not. It's it, you can't. You can't. Fair to who? It's fair to the kids. And here's why I say this: just because you dated somebody, and and you built a connection with these kids because you dated their mom, it doesn't mean you have to be around forever. If you keep showing up that's a problem because then like mom is moving on doing this doing that. Those kids have to understand that when things are over, they end. That's not traumatizing them. That's just giving them a dose of real life. I just don't think that you can say that doesn't traumatize them, whether they should understand it or not understand that to me, if a kid keeps seeing like, Oh, this relationship isn't working now because of my mother, I don't think you lose somebody that you love because of that. So are oh, you never met the child. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't put myself in a situation like that because I don't see it that way. I don't think that big dose of reality is, is actual because at the end of the day, if I chose to create this relationship, whatever the why was the minute that that relationship was created, I'm responsible for that relationship. And I have, I just feel, uh, I just feel a, a certain need to make sure that I'm not traumatizing that kid and being like, oh, well, I don't all of a sudden love you anymore because me and your mom didn't work. I want to I would. That's what I would never want to put myself in a situation for. So let me ask you in my situation where I met the kid, hung out, all this stuff, had a great relationship with them. Should I still continue to try and be there for them? Depends on the depth of that relationship. It doesn't seem like you guys were that close. Like it was just more of we're only hanging out because of your mom. Uh, At least from from the way you're you're expressing it right now. from From my perspective, when the relationship is done with mom, I that man should not be coming around to see the kid anymore. It has to end. Because at this point, that girl who I was with has been engaged two times. Mm-hmm. And imagine if the next guy is like, what is he still doing here? Ch- trying to take care right, of it. Like, right, what, right, what, yeah. what does this mean? Like, you're not traumatizing a kid by ending a relationship. Things end. And the kid is not going to be like, oh, because but I. How lo-. can you speak on what the kid's going to feel? Because everybody experiences ending things that end. 
Yeah, I think it's traumatizing to build relationships with somebody and it just end because of nothing that you did. But what about a kid that goes to school? So then that kid's reaction should be, I'm not going to get close to any of these guys because I don't know if they're going to be good. That's trauma. That's up to mom then to talk to the sure. kid. And 100%. That. 100%. Yeah. That's why I think it's up to the man in that situation to not put themselves in that situation unless they're there. I think that it's wrong to think that that kid isn't traumatized by that at a certain point they're gonna get to a point where they're not connecting with people because they're like i don't know if why would i get close to this person if they're just gonna bounce that's trauma i don't know about that i don't know about that so so ultimately you're saying that you would have gotten the kids all four kids if i get to that point I'm saying I personally don't get to that point unless I'm sure because I don't want to have to be in that situation. But let's say you were. If I'm in that situation and I've treated these kids like they were my kids, Mm -hmm. I'm not walking away from them. I wouldn't walk away from my own kid. Why would I walk away? If I've treated these and I let these kids believe that I'm treating you like I love you, like you're my child, and then just because this didn't work out with your mother... All of that stuff doesn't make that that all that stuff wasn't true anymore. To me, that that shows that's a reflection upon me, not the relationship at that point. Because those kids know that if I told those to those kids, that's how I'm going to treat you. I think it works if the kids are older, like if they're in high school or something like that, and then the relationship doesn't work out. When you're an adult, I can talk to you. I can give you real life advice. But a toddler, a three, four year old, I'm not sticking around. Like. You have your whole life for your mom to make new decisions, to be with a new person. To but at that point, there's not necessarily the connection that I'm talking about. I, I That's how old the kids I, were. So I've they dated, were like in the first grade. I've dated this uh, a girl that has a kid. She dated a, a guy that had a kid. And they were together for a few years. And then they broke up. She told me how traumatized her son was. That, that, that she, they couldn't hang out with the kids anymore. Like that, that guy pretty much did what you're talking about where the kids can't see each other anymore. We don't talk anymore. All that kind of stuff. She was saying her child to this day is still impacted by that. Like still sad that he lost a brother, lost a, um, you know, father figure, all that kind of stuff. So to me, I, regardless, and that I think the kids like 13 years old has still got affected to that point. So I, think it's naive to think that there's not trauma with the kid whether it's reality all that kind of stuff for me personally i don't want to traumatize a kid so that's why i'm very i take it a big responsibility if i'm dating someone that has kids that relationship isn't happening unless i'm absolutely sure that it's gonna be fine even if we don't work out what do you think that should have happened then in the case where your friend with the friend and the two kids I think that if you build a relationship with a child to the fact that they're thinking that you're their father, that even if they're not, even if you're not by blood or not, like for me personally, by my moral compass, at that point, you've taken that responsibility. Don't build that relationship if you're not sure that you're going to be there through thick and thin. I think maybe it's because I'm a child of divorce that I'm just like... (laughs) You can't control what traumatizes me and what doesn't. Like some kids parents split up and some kids are traumatized some kids are not and some kids have blended families and then they break up and then they don't like i i if i had a kid and there was a woman coming around and then we broke up i would probably just be like don't talk to my kid anymore 
That's that. And if they're traumatized, well, I'll handle that. But that is an extension of me. If that, if you're coming around taking them for ice cream and stuff, that's just making it worse. So I don't, I don't know, but that's, it's a different perspective Mm -hmm. that I can look at. Um, But I I would love to know what everybody thinks. Tweet us. Actually, don't tweet us because I don't know the password. Um, (laughs) That's facts. Do you know it? Yeah. Oh, I've been asking for it. Okay. Tweet us. It's the same. What is it? Password is everything else. Got it. Don't say the Underscore. Uh, podcast MOI underscore podcast on Twitter and uh, and let us know what you think about this because this is a very different angle um, but yeah follow us on Instagram at MOI podcast and listen to each episode if you can leave us a review uh, on Google or on Spotify and just let people know that you love the men on the internet my name is Kerbin Johnston our resident white is at the VA or something he is and uh, our two browns are right here Uh, And we'll be back next week. Goodbye.